Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The Email Marketing Heroes. Today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about how often you should actually email your list. It is one of the questions we probably get asked more than anything. So today, we thought we'd tackle it head on. And it might be a bit controversial. Now, listen, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone, stuck there with your questions. So come and share what you're working on and get stuck into all of the training and the resources that we've got in our free Facebook group. Just open a web browser and type in robandkennedy.group and it will forward you over to the group. Or you can go to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show community and you'll go straight there. He has a load of different patches of different colours of paint on one of the walls in his office because he couldn't decide how to decorate it and then now he's given up so they're still there it's hypnotist robert temple and when he first started an online business he would stop for lunch at 2:15 prompt every single day to watch murder she wrote it's the mind reader kennedy let's get going have you seen murder she wrote I have never watched more than about a minute. Did you have a crush on Angela Lansbury? No, I just really love typewriters. (laughs) That's a word for people like you. (laughs) It's funny, every time I watch it, my sister also loves that she wrote. So whenever it comes on the telly, all I have to send a text to her saying is, Aunt Jess! I would think you were talking about Postman Pat. Yeah, we are here every single week helping course creators, coaches and membership site owners just like you to make your email marketing way less of a numbers game and actually put the odds back in your favour so you can do harder hitting, higher converting, psychology driven email marketing. Today we're talking about that big question of how often should you email your list? So brace yourself, strap yourself in. Rob, what the hell's going on? So we, we're just going to get it out there. We email our list 365 days a year for the Email Marketing Heroes brand. You're a damn disgrace. You're a dirty spammer. Robert Temple. Oh, no. Kennedy, you have a business where you email your list five days a week. So, you know, it's not much less in the grand scheme of things. And we think that's perfectly okay. In fact, we would encourage almost everybody to email that way. If you're particularly B2B as a business, then you might want to send out your emails Monday to Friday. That probably makes more sense. I think if you sell to any sort of consumer, if you sell to like, like we do, we sell to people who are like personal brands and stuff. Like those people are working weekends so we can send stuff to them on weekends that's totally fine when when you live your business as much as our customers do and we do then we love to we love to get your content on a weekend as well so we email every single day and i think the first thing you need to do is probably if you haven't already go and listen to the episode we did a few weeks ago now it would have been episode 47 if we used episode numbers uh, go and listen to that where we talked about different ways to put value into your emails and you realize that actually the emails you send are super valuable in their own right and therefore perfectly okay if you actually send lots of emails even if you sell in them all right so at the minute i mean some people are sending out a monthly newsletter some people are go- are sort of turning up once per week and and i think there is that very that very old sort of older expectation i guess it's kind of a thing of oh it's me it's me monthly newsletter that that's what i do right and i'll tell you one of the reasons why i think that still happens and why people would be reluctant to send more than that if you compare the difference between email and say posting on instagram or facebook or whatever 
posting on social media is a non-intrusive communication method. You take a piece of content, a photograph, a, you know, whatever it is, and you put it on your Instagram profile. And the most intrusive that can be into your followers' lives is the fact that it's in their feed today amongst loads of other stuff, right? And in a world where that's full of ads and full of people they don't even know why they're following and all the rest of it, yours is never going to feel like the most intrusive or annoying thing there. And we feel like, I think, when you send an email, because that's direct into somebody's inbox and they have to deal with it in some respect, whether that's to delete it, report it as spam, open it, look at it, ignore it, whatever. They have to deal with it in some way, otherwise it sits there cluttering up their inbox. I think we feel like it's so intrusive that we're actually bothering people by sending that email. I think the first thing you have to realize is the content you put in your Instagram is going to be as valuable as the content you send by email. And the content you send by email is probably going to be as valuable, if not more valuable than the content you put on your Instagram. At the end of the day, it's just a bit of text and maybe an image. Like that's what you send to people and it's got value to it. And if that stuff is worth posting, it's worth sending every day and it's worth them taking their time to look at it on a daily basis. I think, so I think that's the first thing is let's just forget about the fact that it's an intrusive form of communication. They've signed up for it at the end of the day and you're giving them something useful. I think all this comes from the fact that email newsletters are derivative. They've come from the physical print newsletter. That's where they came from. It's like the, the electronic mail. Well, actually... Right. Email is no longer the replacement for sending that letter to your gran anymore. Sorry, gran. It's not. That's not how it works. Uh, email is now a totally different... It's, if you can, We need to stop thinking about it as the replacement to old-fashioned mail, which is intrusive or it had that feel to it where it was an email newsletter. That's why we don't think of them as email newsletters. Instead, if we get our brains into the gear of thinking, actually... If more than 60% of email is checked on a mobile device now, so that's on your iPhones, your Androids, and all the other things, then basically email is just basically another app that's sitting snuggled between Snapchat and Instagram. Like, it's just another way that people receive the information, the value that we talked about in previous episodes. It's just another way that receive information that pops up with, with other notifications. So when we see it as that, would you dare just post on Instagram if that's your main channel? Would you ever dare just post on that channel once a month? No, because it wouldn't work. And that's the reason most people don't see the significant results they could be seeing with email is because they're treating it like it's the replacement for old-fashioned snail mail rather than what it actually has evolved into because of mobile technology is evolution and that is another app that's just sat there on people's phones where they receive notifications so that's the big change we need to think about when it comes to emailing more often and yes we are here to beat the drum about please email more often Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that it's important to remember is you're the only person who sees 100% of any of your content. Right. You're the only person who sees 100% of your social media content, your Instagram, your, your email marketing, your podcast episodes or your YouTube videos. But apart from with the exception of your absolute super fans who like hunt out your content on a daily basis. But that's okay because they're looking for it and they want more of that stuff. So it's okay that those people are seeing 100% of your content because they really want it. That's why they're looking for it. But generally the people who are just 
sort of in your in your following and they like you maybe they're not your super fans but they like you they are not seeing 100% of your content because they can't they're busy people and so that's perfectly okay i mean think about it if you get let's say a 20% open rate which in this day and age in most industries it's pretty good like you're doing okay if you get 20% of people to open an email that means that 80% of your list, let's just look at this for a second because it makes massive sense. 80% of your list aren't seeing that email, which means if you send an email once a month, that means that, and you've got a thousand, let's say a thousand people on your list just to keep the numbers round. That means of your thousand people, 800 of them don't see, say, this month's email, but they, and therefore your next opportunity to get an email in front of them is next month. That means you've got 12 opportunities a year in order to get a mess. Now you might think, well, I do an email once a month. I email once a week. Even then, that means it's a whole week. There's only four weeks in a month. Like that means they're only getting four opportunities typically a month to hear from you by email. And that's just not very much. It's not very much opportunity for you to test what's working and what's not. It's not very much opportunity for you to pivot and change things because you need to. It's not much of an opportunity for you to build a relationship with those people, right? No, I mean, talk about relationships. Let's imagine you're like in the dating game, right? You're, you're that part of your life and you are texting back and forth with somebody. And you know what it's like when you get into a new relationship or you are you starting to, to sort of show interest in somebody or they're showing interest in you as well, is you're texting back, back and forth all the time, aren't you? And that builds up momentum of that relationship moving somewhere. Whereas if they didn't text you for two days, like, you know, we've all got those friends who take a couple of days to reply to you. You don't feel like you've got a solider relationship with those people as the people who are back and forth and back and forth like that game of tennis. That feels like they're giving you the return server all times. Whereas the person who's a bit slower, you can't have that depth of relationship with. And we have nothing if we don't have a relationship with the subscribers on our list. We need to be moving that relationship along through the phase of understanding each other, through trusting each other, through creating desire to do business together or for what it is that you want. So you do need to be going back and forth. And a, a really simple way of doing this, if the minute you, at the moment, you might be saying, well, I do me, me weekly or me monthly newsletter and I've got a whole bunch of articles and sections and stuff in that. Like, there's a really simple way of turning this on its head and you getting more bang for your buck without doing much more work at all. I'll give you an example. Our accountant is a great guy, really, really good guy, and we class him as a friend. He's a guy called Graham, and I know he listens to the show, so hello, Graham. And because he wants to know what we uh, what we write off against tax expenses, by the way, he wants to know what that microphone is and that fancy mixing desk that we bought. He's just checking. Uh, he's, he's, lo he's looking after us. So Graham sends out this amazing really good newsletter, and I think it's once a month. It might be once a week, actually, at the minute. But it's regular, right? But it's massive. And Graham, I'll tell you this now. Sorry, mate, I don't read it. I read the first bit, right? I read the first bit, and I'm like, this is great. And then I scroll and scroll and scroll, and I can see it's massive, and it's got loads of really good information in. But I haven't got time to actually read the whole thing. I just don't have the time. But if instead of this one email that comes out, let's say it's once a month with all this information in, if Graham just took that and split it into 30 shorter emails, one, I would read it because I've got time to read a short email. I would, have, I would read that with my phone open on the table when I'm eating my breakfast. I would read it. Secondly, by reading it, I'd be an easier client for Graham because I'd know stuff that I didn't even know I didn't know. Right? I'd also be saving myself a bunch of tax, a bunch of heartache, a bunch of worry. I'd be much more informed. 
so so that's just some really is, I mean that's really oh, oh the other thing by the way I would be is I'd have a lot more of a deeper connection with Graham because I'd be hearing from him every day he's my guy he's the guy and he'd be telling me about and I'd also know stuff that he does that I didn't even know he does so he might be able to help me with loads of different types of tax that I don't even know about right so all of those advantages to splitting that one massive email over several days and also means actually you don't need to like take a week off to write your monthly email <laughs> you can just write it in bits day by day so actually writing it is so much easier as well because you can just pick one of those things you've got planned for the month and actually do the work bit by bit chip away at it so that's I think a, yeah we even came up with a name for graham's new newsletter didn't we we said we can call it the daily digit we said that would be right? the daily digit so there you go you'll the be daily digit. and, and the, the point here is and we've always said this as long as you set people up to know what they're going to receive and how often they're going to hear from you and all of that stuff preferably when they first join your list it's perfectly okay to email them every day because you've told them you're going to email every day and they can opt out of that if they want to and likewise if you want to up if you want to up the number of you know the frequency with which you email you can do that just by saying by the way i'm going to do this thing if you if you don't want to hear about me from me that often but here's all the cool things you're going to get but if you don't want to hear from me that often just click this link and you won't get those emails you just tag people so they don't receive those emails anymore and i think if you think about it this also really helps your subscribers to not get overwhelmed one of the reasons why kennedy doesn't read that massive long email is not only because it's massive and he hasn't got time but actually that's an overwhelming amount of information to take in about something that is technical and the reason they're on your list is because they don't understand this like you do. The stuff that you teach and serve is your first language, but it's not their first language. So for us to consume a load of accountancy and tax advice in one go, by the end of it, we'd forgotten the first point. Whereas if every day it was just a little short, sharp bit of value with a story and, a, and, a, and something, it would be much, much better. So really, really powerful. Yeah, that's it. So, um, so you can really strip down your emails, and you can. And one of the big and one of the things to do, I want to just pick up on there that Rob said is about. As you increase the frequency, you do want to have an opt-out which is specific to your, let's call it daily, if it was going to be daily, your daily emails. And that's a really good way of reducing your risk. And the reason I say that is when we, when we tell people, right, no matter what business you're in, you're an accountant, you build stuff, you, you're, you're an engineer who fixes that, or you train people on social media, or you help them with their marketing, whatever the hell you do, you're a VA, it doesn't matter. You could be doing a daily email. But the big resistance we get is, what if people hate us and I get loads of people unsubscribing from my list i've worked so hard i've met them at networking meetings i've met them as personal friends i've met them through linkedin and on my social media and instagram i've paid for ads i've put all this work lead magnets all this stuff to get them on my list now i'm going to bombard the shit out of them with all these emails because i've been told by youtube lads that we should and they're going to leave well, look, I totally understand. It's your business, it's your bread and butter, you're growing it, you're pushing hard, and you don't want to knack it up. You don't want to break it. You don't want to cock things up. So this is all you do. At the bottom of those emails that you're sending out, put a specific opt-out link which says, do you want to stop receiving these emails? Click here to unsubscribe from these ones. And then they can stop re receiving those ones, but they've not opted out from everything in your entire email world. All right? That's it. Okay. So just ensure yourself there. Allow people to opt out of just the th of that, just that email, that daily email, so that you're not absolutely um, putting, putting all of your risk in one place. And therefore, they'll not be completely out of your world. All right. Awesome. I think it's probably about time that we got into the next section. Unless you've got any final thoughts on... Heck, you should be emailing more often. Just email more often. Show up, build deeper relationships, and people will love you for it. 
You really, really should. And if that frequency is not going to be daily straight away, just say, do you know what it is? Add one extra one per week. Whatever you're doing right now, just honestly do it one more time this week. And every week going forward, you'll build a deeper relationship. People will like you more. You'll help more people. It'll be higher consumable. You'll build deeper relationships. And honestly, this all leads to one thing. And that is you'll make more sales and you'll make them faster. All right, Rob, this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. This one worked really well. Uh, it was a subject line. It was called my new favorite list building method, dot, dot, dot. Okay. And new was in brackets. Um, I think this worked for a couple of reasons. One, list building is a particularly hot topic with with our audience. So obviously you're into email marketing. Everybody constantly wants to grow their list. So I think that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that th- this is my favorite list building method, they want to know, okay, well, what is it? But I think the bit that really sells it is the, bracket, is, is the new in brackets. Because the email goes on to talk about, this is a thing I actually didn't like the idea of before, but now I understand it better. And now it's my new fit. I think that this is my favorite list building method, but only now. So I think a lot of people, that, that lets them think, oh, this is probably not something I've heard of before, which for many people it will be. So this is this isn't something I've heard of before. I'm going to have to go and investigate that. So my new li- my new favorite list building method with the word new in brackets. That's really powerful. That word new, I love that because it it talks about, it basically implies like it's just it's a right now thing. It's about that that cu- that current thing. It's about recency, and it's like you say, it's not that old fashioned thing. Absolutely love it. In fact, there's nothing there's nothing more exciting than if you're watching like a horse race or a car race or something, and one's in in the lead for the whole way through and then somebody overtakes suddenly like suddenly the like the excitement and the, and the anticipation and the atmosphere and everything changes so i think it's having something just pip the post in your world is really interesting it's really good okay awesome that's this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week now come and chat with us about this episode and all of your questions from it maybe you're the one sat there thinking ah no it's all right for you and oops drop me pen it's all right for you and everything that you do and everything that you sell you're probably not thinking you dropped your pen but you're probably thinking that you can't do this because you're a whatever it is that you do i bet i bet i bet listening to this you're thinking ah, i can't do it so come and challenge us pop over into our free facebook group and chat with us about this and the rest of the community as well just open a web browser and type in www.robandkennedy.group that will forward you straight over to the Facebook group. Or if you go to Facebook, you can just search for the Email Marketing Show community and you'll find our lovely group there. Come and join us. Don't miss out on next week's episode. We've got a really great one lined up for you. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.